Welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast in which we talk about the escape room we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast. 95% correct. Danny and Neil, you did it. Congratulations. You sold Nikki's room. What fun. Well done, Nikki. Nikki 12. Thank you. Let's say it. (laughs) Yeah, thank you so much for this, Nikki. I'll be happy to talk to you about this later. But in the meantime, Neil, thank you. It's good to be partnered with you. You were amazing, by the way, at this. I feel like I feel like you could have solved this in half the time it sure? took me. I felt rusty. And... <laughs> oh boy. I feel like because you do these as a creator, you know how to sort of slow play the important evidence. So I appreciate <laughs> the hand holding, and I also value that how Nikki accomplished it. I thought it mm. was great. I'm always was... I'm always curious about the pro- the process of making these things. Yeah, I, I really like running the room. It was, it was interesting for me because I kind of I was just reading through it, making sure I had like a handle on what was where and what was happening, so I could run it. And it is interesting. I do think it's from this time period where we got a lot of people writing pirate rooms because we'd released our room <laughs> saying we want to do it on a pirate ship, but we're never going to write it ourselves. So a lot of people were doing <laughs> me saying, pirate yes, and I'm ship never going to do a pirate rooms. room. Um, nice. I liked this incorporation of the murder mystery element because this would have been before Absolutely. we started doing, like, solve this murder. I think. Oh man, it may well have been. probably before we started doing that. Or and so I liked this idea of you're doing the escape room, and also you have questions. Absolutely, to I enjoy that. Uh, and I felt like the amount of information that we got, it wasn't like too little, and it wasn't overly spoon feeding the answer at you. Mm. I felt like it was well balanced in that way. It's actually what makes an escape room. Uh, practically speaking, good when mm. you aren't just trying to solve combinations for locks to open the door, but you're actually asked to recognize the story, the backstory, and sort of figure out the history and figure out what happened. I think that yeah. makes it way better. Yeah, it's really interesting. And it's and it's funny as well, the second time in this sort of season, like we started the season with the guest room from Matthias, who had that as an element to his room as well. Like you had to figure out what's going yeah. on in this nuclear bunker. And it was for I think for us like I like I love that element. It was a little harder to 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 engage with in, in that one because of the the time element because where we're like oh no oh no I, I think I'm wasting exactly well. so it's nice like because it's a really lovely element and I can see why he was including it in that one, um and and in this one it's the same sort of feeling because as an element to an escape room it works really well it's this this idea of trying to solve a mystery I I thought it was super cool yeah. what I I also enjoyed. The ability to make red herrings, not red herrings, but actual mm. clues for things you weren't expecting. And I'm referring to the like head south on the port, the whole like You're heading in wrong. direction. I assumed since we were on a boat, we would eventually have to like lift an anchor and then turn the, 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 the ship south and southwest and do a whole sort of situation. And in turn, that was just the, the combination mm lock answer which I yeah, thought was that, great that one I found interesting because that's normally the sort of thing you get a bunch of directions oh cool we should be spinning the helm wheel to do some yeah. of those but we used the helm wheel to get this yes. didn't we it's kind of like a lot of these especially that one it's almost like uh, it's like the puzzle version of like a garden path sentence you know where the <laughs> sentence starts one way and it tricks you into, nice. into parsing it the wrong way you know like the you the classic example was the, like the old man the boat yeah you know what what the old man no no the old man the boat that's what they do the old do that they man the boat so like uh, you, they, yeah. so you start reading it one way and then you get to the end and you have to go like wait well, well hold on a second and I have to reinterpret and that's the same right because I, I think the same you you get the directions you're like oh I'm gonna find a directional lock or I'm gonna have to pilot the boat I'm gonna follow this map. And instead, they, they, it's the other element. It's mm. no, no, no. It's letter by letter. 
And I loved, and we said it in the episode as well, I loved newness as a, yeah. as a clue to that. To find a seven-letter word that is a real word that only uses compass directions as letters, I thought was a really smart way to clue that in. Yeah, newness was great. Here's a couple dings. couple of dings. I think that we could have come up with an illustration of like a bridal veil instead of a bell. Oh, that's an interesting for idea. For Gulliver's Tra-Vail. That's instead interesting. Instead of Tra-Bell. I was, I was starting to think there was supposed to be like a sucker thing. Like you were, th you thought it would be Gulliver's Travels mm. because you were getting ahead of yourself, but it was actually a bell at the end. Like, I don't know. Mm. The purest it is, no, it in is the... true, right? Because like, the, the yeah, the BV thing, like linguistically it's kind of fun because B and V are often interchangeable in like in a lot of languages, um, which uh. is... Interesting. Because it's the same sort of sound, but and ver, you Travels. get like. But the other thing I didn't, I found interesting about that is they doubled up the R mm. in tracks and then rat. And at first I thought yeah. that's a little, that's a little clumsy in terms of like being a rebus, right? Mm. But then I went, yeah. I wonder if there's, that's also a subtle clue because in the letters, in the numbers, you have to double up the N for seven and nine. There's a double usage of letters. Oh. So you, you go seven, nine, they're actually stuck together and they require you to double read some of the letters, which I also oh. looked at and I thought, oh, I wonder if maybe those should be separated out. And I wonder if there's a, if that was a deliberate, like doubling up letters in multiple cases to get you used to that idea in case the seven, nine throws you. That's interesting. Uh, okay. Well, wait, yes, so let's, well, wait, we can, we, we can figure this out because you're going to do a, a secondary recap. That's true. The, We're going to get the all the answers. Herself. So, so don't let her hear this and then <laughs> yes. intercut it together so well, you can uh, ask her about it and see what her what her answer is. That's Perfect. It. And we also, just the, the fully thing to remember, to educate everyone on, is that 300 or so years ago, there was no correct spelling for anything. You could spell things however you wanted. That is also true. The one, oh, we didn't really have point. standardized Very spelling in English. It's pirate spelling. It's, I always like a rebus in a room. I think it's one of those puzzles that can be hard to make feel very organic, but I oh, kind of sure. never mind. I just love doing rebuses. I agree. I'm, I, I like, I'm here because I like puzzles. Yeah, I just, I love a good rebus. I, and you're right as well. I love a good blacklight as well. So I like that that got mm. it, it appeared in the room. And I love when there's a sentence with words hidden inside it that you have yeah. to like go yeah. back through and look at the sentence. Like, whatever. I don't, mm. Is it called something? I don't know if that has a name, but I do love it as a puzzle. And I think they, they did the smart one. Uh, of starting with one that, that you can find quite quickly. The if hour is so mm. like right. four. Yeah. Here's four. the word four. And like it's, it's quite but it's a, also, an easy one to Those are very catch. normal words as well. So yeah. it, it puts your suspicions up. You're not 100% certain. You might mm. just be spotting things that weren't meant, weren't mm. intentional. And I think but... listening to Neil do that one, I think is the perfect version, of, which is yeah, yeah. like you just sort of went, I wonder if there are words in there. No, it doesn't look like it. Like if our, oh my God, <laughs> that's a four. <laughs> And like, I think if you, like, if you've made that puzzle, that's, that is like exactly step for step yeah. what you want to hear. That is the perfect, like, huh, huh, huh. Ooh. And, yeah. and it works great. There so are they, a few they, things better than hearing someone have a realization mid sentence. It's perfect. My only other ding, which is, which is not really a ding. It's just that if I was designing something, I would want the, the, the final thing to feel climactic. In a way mm. that, 
like finding the her name scrawl on the top. Didn't we already know her name up until that point, or was that the first time? We no, had you didn't heard know the name. name. So you did find her name for the first time uh, with her clothes. So that oh, okay. was what allowed you to, right. to dress as her and, and go. So that that is something. There is an element to this room that you could have found that earlier and not known the solutions to other things necessarily, right? Oh. Just because like it was it was unlocked at like the same time that technically that like blacklighting got unlocked, right? Because you could have taken the wrench, got the pin, opened oh, up and fished sure, quite sure. early. So one of the elements of the room as it comes to the end is just like, mm. you can find her clothes and her name. So now you can pose as the wife for the ghost. But the ghost is then going to be like, well, what happened? So then the question to the players is like, do you know who did the murder? Do you mm. know why the ship ran aground? And so it kind of has this moment of like, you can get to the end of either path where one of them is taking the the purple light to the body to see the rivers part, to know who the murderer was and therefore figure out that's what made them crash. And then the other part is be able to pose as the wife. That's Um, interesting. So it's harder to have like a really, like a big, like, this is the moment. When uh, it's possible. Because you could do, you could find either one because they, they, they split. And we I'm talk glad a bit we did about. it in the order that we did. Yeah. I, you did, I think you did it in an order that worked well. You kind of figured it out and then you kept going on to you like, that's it, I can pose it. And I think for me, like, if I was running this again, I would have the, the like, the ghost and the question of, like, can you be, like, be looking for his wife be. I'd, I'd probably work it in once or That's twice. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like he's increasingly agitated. Yeah, and so you think the whole time, like, how do I, how do I get him to think that his wife is here? How do I? And so when you find it, you're like, yes, I'm going to pretend to be a wife rather than need to be that problem. But that's and that's, said, a, that's if just a an element. Problem. If there's an element of uh, more, if it gets more intense every time, mm. then I would not want to don the outfit myself <laughs> for fear that something bad would happen. That's why my first instinct was to dress, was to dress the female the skeleton, skeleton up and like, and let the ghost do that because it feels weird to like put yourself up to that as if a ghost is going to do something mm. nefarious, you know? Yeah, true. Right. So you want to, you maybe you get the, 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 so you'd have to like, again, if I was running again, I'd find ways to, think about how to, pers- That's to funny. put that forward as a goal. This is definitely coming down to taste. The more agitated he was, the more willing I am to do it as a heroic way to calm him down, as opposed to if he's oh, still pretty cool. chill and just sad, then I feel like I'm just making this whole thing sadder. <laughs> and then you just been mean. Or maybe once you pull up the two skeletons, they, they crumble and collapse or something so that you don't even have that as an option. You, you just have a yeah. singular option yeah, you of, could do your, too. of you yourself just to be able it. to do it. Mm. That's cool. I loved it. I love Pirate Sheen. Oh, it's such a good room. I really enjoy running it and, and I enjoyed you two playing it. Even if you both had the same energy of let's <laughs> not say the correct answer for a while. Like, no, I need someone to pull the trigger here. We've got to move on. Um, but but Audio, I, I like it. Bill, we're trying to make maybe, a good show. If I had to add one thing in, I would add something in that is like, because there was a very clear answer to like the, the Cluedo questions, right? Of who did it? How did they do it? And like, where did they do it, right? So it was Rivers with the belaying pin at the helmsman's station. Mm. But then the classic other murder mystery question that I think didn't get like a a, a, a solid, this is your evidence, was the why. There was the because hinting the that of like, one of the people mm, was getting too close to the wife, but the movement of that to, to sabotage kill whole the ship. helmsman or And was it deliberate Perhaps sabotage? Could, we could have investigated I think more. If you, ha- if you were going to add one thing to this room, it would be, the the smoking gun of the motive, like the moment of this is the exact why, because we were very clear on the what. That's true. 
But you know what? Sometimes in real murders, there aren't satisfying conclusions to things. Well, that's true. But also sometimes with real security systems, you don't find the key hidden in a little (laughs) puzzle box. And I think one of the fun things about this show is is the recap and going back and sort of saying, okay, mm. we did that and how could we better it? Not as if we're uh, talking smack about the person that created it at all because we had so oh, much fun, but just as oh, oh, like, like a next level of like, oh, that was so great and we're yes and thing mm. in, in our own way. Yeah. Uh, I think that, that I totally get that. A why would be good. I think a, a red herring, if, if there was like another, another one of those people that you could have potentially suspected, but then you had mm. to d- figure out it wasn't them. Might have been a fun like yeah. it was between these you, two people. If you could almost set something up so like, singular. yeah, like if it's like you set something up like the helmsman is the one that has the crush on the wife, and then right. you find out so did the first mate <laughs> killed the helmsman yeah, if, to get to the wife and then oh, left with I the wife. Like I think you could do the double bluff there would be quite that fun. would be cool. Ooh. So you set up the helmsman as well. Oh, maybe he some did element it. of. It would have been fun to have some element of um, a ticking time bomb that, like, the 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 ship was about to collapse, or that something was mm. on fire, and we like there, there was an element of danger. It did lack, yes, an element of, the of urgency, spikes yeah. that were about to 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 kill us, or the something was about to explode, which mm. <laughs> I don't think is necessary, but would is always no, kind of fun. Like, a you could always play. Game. You could even. You could even have, like, if the ship was slowly, like, breaking apart as the ghost destroys it because he doesn't know what happened to it, you could even have something uncover halfway through the game that, like, because the ship is falling apart now, this new thing uncovers and... And like when that maybe he gets mad and he smashes the whole thing. Yeah, this feels like that is the sequel to this. Yeah, we're designing a new room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. agreed. But this just goes to show why we can still play guest rooms that are all on pirate ships. Because they're all always something interesting to do. Oh, we've got so many of the same objects because that's what piratey ship rooms do, and they are so different from one another. It's it's a really great example of how you can make rooms. That would be a fun season for you guys is to create. Yeah, not all pirates, but like create a singular theme and tell people way ahead of time and then have them submit. And it you do all like I'm locked in a car that's dra- it's in the water scene or like yeah. some kind that of could be very pirate just car a, and see how people season. take, see how people do a different version mm, of the same. I like that. Theme. Cool. We should That'd do it as a call to action next time we need a big uh, section of guest campaign. Room. It could be a lot of fun. It could be. All right, wonderful. Well, now nice. we're also going to be talking to Nikki. We're going to get her on on. Uh, and uh, an interview to talk to her, but we're doing that separately, so uh, that'll come in right now, probably. Um, I would just like to say before you talk to Nikki that I would like to say to Nikki, yes. thank you for creating this, uh, and for a, uh, I'm so honored that I got to play it, and I spend a lot of my time listening to this show, going to escape rooms. I create things myself, but I'm timid in the way that I'm. I've never fully completed a whole room mm. i haven't done the, the 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 actual completion of the writing of a whole thing and nikki the fact that you did this and that it was so much fun for us to do and to still talk about now uh, i applaud you for doing it Absolutely. do more of them and i can't wait to hear what your what your thoughts were as a as a listener of of the second half of this so thanks for having me and uh, bravo wonderful and we don't need to do a proper intro so just i will a magic just say one. <laughs> and now, ow, ow. I Danny books. tried to do a transition ow. and she hit a book and dropped on herself. But we have still transitioned. Uh, Nikki Tan, welcome. You're, you're on the show now. So welcome to magic. the show. Thank you. I'm kind of sad that you turned off the video, though. I feel like I missed something good. 
Oh, as soon as we did, Dan, yeah, she tried to do a magical transition with her hands. She hit a childhood heirloom book of mine and it landed on the floor. Right. And she hasn't made any efforts to pick it up. She just decided, no, no, that's that's garbage. It deserves to be on the floor. Thank you. Where did it even fall from? Right where you're trying to put it. Thank you. Uh, well, welcome. We thank you so much for writing that room for us. We had so much fun playing it. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for uh, unearthing my email from four years ago. <laughs> Oh, well, I know. I feel so terrible. Yes, that's the thing. We want to ask, like, oh, tell us about your writing process of this. Did Do you, you remember? even remember? <laughs> so long ago. Yeah, that. I think that was probably the first room that I had written where I sat down mm. and, you know, planned everything out. Because um, before that, uh, I was listening to this podcast and I was like, oh, this is really cool. It's a really cool concept. So I was telling my girlfriend about it, but she was not interested uh but then one day she was she was bored and she's like okay let's do this let's do this like podcast escape thing um but i think we were just mm. kind of walking around outside and have my, i didn't have my phone or anything so i just made one up on the spot <laughs> so obviously it didn't nice. make any sense storyline wise <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> but i think she enjoyed it enough that she just kept asking me to make more and then yeah i probably made like three or four and then uh came up with this one and it, you know, had an actual nice. story. <laughs> and then I sent it in to you guys. <laughs> what was your real world escape room experience like at this point? Mm. Yeah, I, I really enjoy escape rooms. I think the first room I did was in 2014. Oh, dang. And that one that was wasn't, wasn't very good. <laughs> um, but since then, <laughs> uh, I think I've been to like all of the good places uh, in Toronto, <laughs> a few in the Vancouver area. And uh, my girlfriend and I have played, I think, probably almost all of the Exit series games. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. But I think the first escape room game that I ever played was this, it was this old online game called The Crimson Room. Did you guys ever play that? Ooh. I think I was no, like it 12 down, when it came out and I had like never seen anything like it before and it blew my mind. Uh, and it, there was also a sequel, it was called The Viridian Room, so Crimson Room and then Viridian Room. Fun. And my brother and my cousin and I would play it over and over again and we would race to see who could get out the fastest. Um, but mm. it was, yeah, it was like a, an online game and you would click and oh, find hang stuff. On. And... I have absolutely played that. I recognize that picture. <laughs> yeah, so this is... So I'm, I'm looking it up now, and this is like, so when people talk about the origin of escape rooms, it's this is the thing this that some people stuff. overlook, which is that they started as Flash games. They really, yeah, like, the kind yeah, of the concept exactly. started on Flash, <laughs> and Crimson Room was one of the very first Flash escape rooms. 2004, mm. that is. 2004. Uh, <laughs> which is just wild, so. I bet I could still know. get out. It's been 20 years, but I think I've played it enough. I, I still remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to say, actually, that was it was interesting that, like, you started by just sort of like improving the feel of an audio escape room with your girlfriend. Cause that's kind <laughs> of like how we kind of proof of concept tried out uh, this show before we decided to make it. We thought, Oh, wouldn't it be interesting? Could you do escape rooms like a, like a D and D game, make that a podcast. Let's try that out here. Just come up with a room right now. Just make one up the top, off the top <laughs> of your head. Just start doing one. We'll see if it sounds good. Now it's Alex's that bathroom. <laughs> Well, we, well, I don't even think it was that. It was before, like it was. It was literally we were sitting in a little uh, in our in our old apartment, just just brainstorming, and we did it for like fifteen minutes of just like trying to be like, well, does this work? Does this sound fun? And went, hey, this actually sounds really enjoyable. We should write a proper one. Uh, ah. But it was the same fo like format for us uh, to get ourselves interested in this show. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Now, now this, this room came about slightly differently than a lot of others because, yes, you sent it in four years ago. And, and originally you sent it in with the idea of, like, well, you should just play this yourself. You should, I don't know how many guest rooms we'd had. Like, in your original email, there was no, like, let me on the show. Like, I want to run this. It was just, <laughs> you, should, you should play this. Just let me know how it goes. Uh, and that was our intention. I, I remember I read through the room then. And I was like, great, I'm going to run this for Danny. And I didn't email back because I was like, well, I'm going to run it first, not email back with how it went. Right. And then I never did. Because at that time, you know, like we were working, like I was working full time. We oh, were, yeah, we you were, were weren't working you? on the show whenever we were like at home. And so it was like, oh, I don't want to do another escape room because we've got to do it. And so it never sort of came about. And then mm -hmm. I was just going through old emails and went, oh, I never did that at all. But now I can't get, like, I was going to think oh, I could get Nikki to come on and run it for us. And I went, no, actually, I think I remember enough of this room that I would solve it. So I guess I just have to run it myself. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> glad like it worked out really it. well in the end. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I had a lot of fun running it. I don't feel like we discussed with you your feelings on running feel it very much in the other half of this podcast. You're the podcast. That is true. Because <laughs> like, a lot of people who listen to our show have done this, right? They've taken your rooms, Danny, and they've, and they've played them themselves. Yeah. They've run them at home. Mm -hmm. uh, Terrifying to we've me. We've never really like, done that. I, I like being able to keep <laughs> control and mess with things as I go. I, oh, it's mm. very scary using someone else's notes. I've never been able to do that in a... D&D style campaign. It's really difficult. That's the other thing. I don't do that for Dungeons and Dragons. Well, I don't I play D&D, but like for, for RPG playing, I don't do that either. I, I don't tried do pre once campaigns. briefly with one of our Dragon Age ones to incorporate elements of the pre-written one. It's yeah. incredibly difficult. Yeah. So for this one, it was interesting. Like I think the biggest thing that I needed was you start reading through it. You start reading through the notes and you go, okay, well, what is going on? What is going on? And the thing that I needed was that uh, Nikki, which you, you do, Danny, as the, as the Game Master explanation. And for, for Nikki, it was almost like a step-by-step walkthrough, like this, then this, then this goes to this, goes to this. Nice. And that's what you need to start being like, okay, wait, how does that all connect together? Because it's quite hard to just like look at the normal descriptions and be like, wait, what's going on? You, you start reading yeah. something and says, they take the key and put that in the door. And you go, wait, what key? Where did, I, where did this key come from? And you're going back through the notes. You're looking for the words gold key. So, I definitely have tried when reading other people's rooms and their room notes. I try to follow it along in the puzzly way. And I try to just look through it as if I were the one playing it. And obviously you have to just sort of pretend that you didn't see the answers to some things mm -hmm. here and there. But I definitely try it first before going straight to the explanation. Yes, that is true. Well, actually, let's see how well I did, though. Nikki, do you think I did all right? Did, did, was the room you how you remember it? Job. <laughs> I didn't get anything terribly wrong. <laughs> no, I, I, I think it actually worked out that uh, you were the one hosting. Because I, I, I don't think very quickly on my feet. So if someone says something mm. that I'm not, yeah, I'm not ready for, uh, I think you. I think you, you did saying, a good job with that. You say you wouldn't have. You wouldn't have uh, done ten minutes of toilet-based uh, chair <laughs> improv. No, and, and another you know, ten minutes of rooms. horn noises. <laughs> I did oh. not uh, look up what the difference between a skeleton key and a master key was. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Especially because there wasn't even a skeleton key in the room. <laughs> it was just. It was just Neil being like. A skeleton key. And, all right, well, that's what we're doing now. And, um, no, it's a master key. <laughs> or is yeah. it? Ooh. Uh, I, th there's actually, there's one element that I wanted to, to talk with you about. Because there's one thing that I sort of tried to, to change up a little in, in terms of not reading it word for word. was a little bit of the interaction with the, with the main ghost. A bit like him coming out and being like... Oh, really? So in the, in the, in the write-up, there's a moment that's like, it basically sort of lays out like... Very clearly, it says, 
he is looking for his wife to tell him exactly what is happening. Your job is to find out what happens uh, and then and like and then tell him. Mm-hmm. And and I decided mm-hmm. to try and do that a little bit more like in university. Okay. I mean, still fairly heavy-handed of me just being like, where's my wife? I need her to tell it me. It was clearly pretty but... clear considering the only words I have at the top of this page are why ship, where wife. Mm. <laughs> uh, so I, I played a little around with that. Um but I, in in the in the when we were talking in the in the rest of this sort of podcast, this escape, I was mentioning mm-hmm. that I think maybe for me, I would have like if I was running this a second time, I would have like had that ghost made the ghost kind more. of rock up a little bit more often, like as they're playing, just be like, "Boo, it's me, I'm a ghost, and I need to find my wife," just to remind <laughs> them, like really like, push like, you to to, to yeah, solve so it. so that when they yeah, so that like when they get to the end and they're like, "Oh, I found the, I finally found like wife clothing and wife, and I know her name now. I can tell him what mm-hmm. happened. Now I can do that right. and like set that up a little bit stronger." But but I don't know if that's... I would have needed to do that if I'd read it word for word because then it was very clearly a goal. That's true. It's just one of those things where in escape rooms, I like I've said many times, I love stories, but I do escape rooms for the puzzles, and I try not to let story go to the wayside. I try really hard, but I know mm-hmm. that for a lot of people, and sometimes me included. Yep, sometimes you just forget that part because you're so into the puzzles. <laughs> and so by the time the story is relevant to what you have yeah, to do next... Yeah, you need to remind the players Oops. halfway through. Yeah. Be like, hey, yeah. remember what you're doing here? Remember why you're on the ship? Actually, the, the last game that I wrote, uh, I think maybe last summer, um, it was also a kind of ghost theme, but it was a haunted cabin. And in this one, the ghost was much more uh, evil, I guess. <laughs> um so it did have that element of like the ghost is gonna get you. You better you better do this quickly. <laughs> uh, so I feel like maybe if there was a little bit more of that, then maybe the ending would have been more uh, climactic. Um, Nikki, you so you just listened to us play. Had you looked at this room at all in the four years since you had written it? <laughs> like, was it familiar to you, or you? I I had to go back and uh, read through my notes again. Mm. Um, I think when I sent it to you, that was probably after the maybe second time I played it. And I did play it for friends after that. So I made Mm. some changes. Um, So when I was reading it over again, I realized I had sent you an old version. So Ah, when I was reading through the newer version, um, just some of the puzzles, I think, changed for like better flow. Uh, I don't remember exactly what, though. <laughs> Sorry. No, no that's not fine. your fault. <laughs> well, listening back to it now, is there anything as you're listening you would think, oh, if I was doing that again now, I'd change that or I'd change or that? Or any that you, you were just you really proud of. Were you very proud of some stuff? Well, when I was listening to you guys play through the game, I was thinking it needed more of like a a motive maybe to to wrap it up or like add another puzzle to solve but a motive in what way like um like a reason like a better reason for why the murder happened why the shipwreck happened Uh, so this is we were saying so in the podcast is escape we were sort of cluing like locking into that a little bit as well we're saying like there's a very clear like in when you think about the um the uh the cluedo rules right like you had a very set like the cluedo stuff locked in we knew who it yeah, was, and that's actually what they did it with. One of the reasons and... why it was uh, written like that originally. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because uh, that's my that's my favorite board game. <laughs> Thank Good. you. Danny's a Clue fan. Um, yeah, I love Clue. The bo- the movie is my favorite movie. 
board game, favorite board mm. game. <laughs> um, so yeah, when I was writing this um, in Clue, you know, it's just who with what and where. So in my mind, yes. Uh, it was already like, you know, it was Mr. Green with the candlestick in the conservatory. Exactly, <laughs> which was great. But you're right. But but Cluedo also has the same thing of there's no why. They just you just kill people yeah. because why not? Like like and and you and so I think we we also like thought at the end like yeah the one thing that if if we were going to add anything to this room because we love the room mm-hmm. but we thought if we were going to add anything it would be some like smoking gun solution puzzle that is a very clear this is exactly yeah. why he did it because the sort of like the the logic of like well he was the one who had the crush on the wife. So he mm-hmm. killed the helmsman and crashed it. You're like, well, why? Why? That doesn't. Yeah. I mean, he was drunk and angry. And and so I think that was the, I, I think we maybe agree, like, if we could add one little thing to just, like, put the, the, little, the little hat on top of the already fantastic room, <laughs> it is just, like, one last little puzzle that locks in, like, right. this. And I think, like, I think in the, in the, I suggested an idea of, like, you have, like, we find out that the helmsman, like, you get, like, a red herring clue at first that the helmsman is the one who has the crush on the wife. Mm-hmm. And then you find also Rivers did. So they were fighting over who was going to oh. like take the wife away from the captain. So you add like, yeah. so at first you think, oh, it was the helmsman. But then it's like, mm-hmm. wait, no, the helmsman was killed by Rivers. Oh, Rivers also had a crush on the wife and da, da, da. And like, they both want it. Like, but yeah, Ooh, I think. I, so I think we've headcanoned that. Yeah. Well, I think we now that's the headcanon. That's true now. Um, but yeah, it was, it was very fun. Was there anything that you liked? Like, if you look back at this room, do you have like a favorite puzzle or a favorite thing that you designed for this room? I really like the puzzle with the the matchbox with the engraving oh, yes, and then the, the hidden, uh, hidden w- the words. numbers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that took me uh that took me a long time to write. <laughs> yes. Uh I think you got to be happy with the with the way it was solved in the room. I thought it was like the perfect what you want from that, which was like Neil sort of went Oh, does it have any hidden words in it? No, it doesn't. I don't think it does. Like, if our... Oh, wait! That says four! <laughs> yeah, that was that's, a great I think, the reaction. <laughs> um, like, that's what we were, and, and it was very good. Now, in that one, there was one thing you did with that that I found interesting that didn't, mm-hmm. didn't throw Danny at all, but I was really worried it would, which is that you have seven and nine in there, but they also, like, they share a letter. They overlap a little. So yeah, the N of seven is also the N of nine. because everybody else that played that... Uh, played that game, they got tripped up at that the seven and the nine. Mm. And, yeah, I expected uh, it to be what tough. I, yeah, but you guys missed the. I think you missed the one. Um, but with the seven yeah. and the nine, yes. um, so many people had missed it. And another thing mm. that a lot of people uh, missed, including you guys, was the name because it had the double N <laughs> and the double T. Um, and everyone was thinking it was an H. Uh, and I actually yeah. changed it a little yeah. bit so that the two ends would be easier. But I I remember now one of the things that I changed was in the Rebus puzzle. I added in a double letter so that, you know, people would think more about double letters, like the double N and the double T and then the double N and the nine. Ah. I yeah, thought the, I was, that's the other question I really wanted to ask. So obviously, yeah, for that Rebus, you sort of you, you blur the rules of Rebus a little to make it T-R as well as then R again. What, and mm-hmm. so that for you was to hint the double letters in the name, like the tur rabbles. I was trying to. Was I don't this... know if it worked. <laughs> yeah. But well, I wondered yeah, if you I were think... trying to hint the like the double use of letters for like seven nine, like playing a yeah, little bit that, that too. As well. the, yeah, I guess the double double letters came up in a couple of different places, and 
people mm. were missing it both times. So I tried to add yeah, another one yeah, in they still didn't, right they, at the beginning. We, and we still had bloody Anne Ha at the end. Like she just <laughs> yeah. suddenly put a big ha at the end of it. Anne, ha! Okay, I have known multiple people whose surname was Ha. Oh, it made fine. perfect sense to I'm me. I'm just being racially insensitive. Damn it. There's lots of Ha's everywhere. <laughs> Another thing I could have done was just remove the T. I mean, in the name, it could have been a different name that didn't have the double N and the double T. That's true. Um, but, but it's the... funny because I didn't think it for a second. I did like when I looked at it, I was like, yep, that says Aneta. Whoop, done. Easy. <laughs> like, no part of me wanted it to be a big H. It was very yeah, funny. because I guess you know it's a name, so it should start with a capital letter and then. Yeah, start with a capital and then be lowercase for the, rest. the rest of the way through. <laughs> Unless yeah. a surname is thrown in there as well. I guess so. That's true. Um, <laughs> yeah, but um, the the oh. reason why I didn't change the name and just made it easier for everyone mm. um, is also the same reason why there wasn't a clearer motive. Is that because this is uh, this story was is based on an actual legend? So there really was oh, a lady lovey bond that shipwrecked off the Kent coast in seventeen whatever, and the ghost ship oh, people do cool. see it every fifty years, and the captain's name was Simon Reed. And I thought you were just really good at world creation. <laughs> no, I'm actually really bad at it. So that's why I was on Google <laughs> looking up ghost ship names. And I came up on this story and I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, John Rivers, I can do something with that. And the bling pin. So what? yeah, all of that oh, was uh, so based cool. on actual legend. And that's why I didn't really want to change anything. Well, fair enough, right? Like you either go all in, or you just take one name and then you and then you leave again. Right, and, uh, going all in. It's a good. It was nice. What? I don't that know. A lot of better. historical fiction tends to go seventy five percent in, and then yeah. do the last bit. God, of whatever it's so they want. hard reading historical fiction. You're like, oh, this is really interesting, and then you have to Google afterwards. Like, which one? Here's the were list real? of the two hundred things that were completely made up in that book that you thought yeah. was weird. You know, it's like, yeah, so actually, these two people never I'm... met. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's very cool. I, I, I really enjoyed running it. I had a lot of fun. And as far as doing puzzles went, I love the puzzle design on the fact that we did need to put that horizontal slash through to be able to read the name, which we had had clued on the photograph yes. from before, the back of the photo that had all their names. And it was just a stylistic thing to mm, yeah, it wasn't, possibly it run a line stylistic. through. Yeah, that was fun. I quite like that. Um, it just felt nice. And of course, the directional... Oh yes, I was going to say lock. yeah. Newness as a clue on a lock was so <laughs> very very clever. Uh, the, yeah, the I had fun with that one. <laughs> was, was that? Did you like? How, what was the structure of coming out of that puzzle? Did you like notice that the word newness has all direction? Like, where? How did you come up with that as a to for the puzzle? When when did you decide it would be directions into a letter lock? Uh, you remember right? Yeah, come on, tell me the story. <laughs> think back to to four years ago. <laughs> Um, well, I like the I like this puzzle specifically for uh, like an audio escape room. I think it works really mm. well because if this was an actual lock, it would be super obvious. You know, I only have four letters. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I was thinking I wanted to do something with directions, but nothing like too obvious. Um, yeah. So I had I had this idea um, that I had a puzzle. And you needed the directions, um, and so I came up with the the combination. Um, but to put in a clue somewhere else, like I feel like it wouldn't have gone together mm. as well if there was just like a random, a random combination lock and then a random clue. 
So oh, yeah, no. If it was, it, it if it been... was already set, then it's like the clue is part of the puzzle. Yeah, and, and that's, that is such mm. a good like instinct or like understanding of, of puzzle design because if it was just, it is seven letters, why not try the seven letters we got from those directions of south, southwest, east, north? That would be a very bad puzzle. Like that would just mm-hmm. be like, oh, well, why would I do that? Like that's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not just going to, like that would actually, like that would actively be unenjoyable. But as soon as you yeah. add like <laughs> it's currently set to newness, it becomes one of my favorite puzzles. Mm. It's like, that's so cool. Um, and, and it's a really good idea. Like, it's good that you, that you saw that in advance because, uh, it's hard to articulate exactly why, but it's like putting them in arbitrarily would be silly. You would never want to do that. And then knowing you had to do that would be bad. And just being able to like find some, some fact about the word newness and be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I know something about that word. Holy, wait a minute. What if I do the, the other directions is so satisfying. And it's stuff like that, that, that can like just it it's the line dividing line between bad puzzles and good puzzles is it that would have been extra insanity because in the actual directions list that we got of where they were mm. traveling technically there were only six directions mentioned yeah, it's just that to, one of them was southwest. southwest yeah yeah it's it's uh um but even then like and then like like if you had it's weird right if you had no newness be a bad puzzle to put it across Got newness it. makes it a great puzzle and then the middle ground mediocre puzzle would be to not do that at all and just be like, there's a directional lock somewhere. Yeah. So you go mm-hmm. south and west and southwest. And Doesn't do, like, make you feel as good about yourself. And that, that's like, that's but... like, yeah, okay. That's almost just process. That's what than I would expect in a normal standard level escape yeah. room. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. all right, I found directions. I'll put them into a lock, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Next step. And that's like, <laughs> right. okay, whatever. It's an unremarkable it's adequate, but you wouldn't puzzle. be talking about it on this show so um, much. So yeah, you, you, you really, I really, I, I think that's my standout. I really enjoyed it. I feel like you had a good skill for that of giving us a clue to a puzzle and we didn't know where it was going to be used yet. We could have our suspicions that we got those travel directions and we suspected, okay, we're going to have to point in certain directions or do something like that. And that was not even a little bit where it ended up. And Mm. so it still (laughs) made us have to have that moment of, if it had been a directional lock that would have shown up, it would have been, uh, oh, yep, this was close yeah. enough to what we expected. Yeah. All There's good. no yeah. new twist. But we got the fun of having to interpret those and list out our directions. And then also the second one of having the light bulb go off of, oh, this is related to that, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. nice to have that extra little ha-ha, that moment. Um, the other thing that, that was a slight point of contention in this room was the use of the word bells. For travels. I did not care yeah. particularly. I did not. I didn't care. I like it. Not happy about that. <laughs> he was like bells. Shouldn't be. That's what it be. He doesn't understand the linguistics. I do grant yeah. you. Like his suggestion was go with the word veil. And that would have been fine as well. Uh, oh, I think I, bells. I, I, I wouldn't have had any problem either way. So whenever I I create these games, I always have my cousin James uh, play test them for me. And mm. James and I are both Filipino. So a big thing mm. with the Filipino accent is that they don't have the letter V in the alphabet. It's pronounced sure. as a B. Gotcha, gotcha. So with this, with this read this puzzle, he got it instantly. Uh, like, no trouble at all. Mm. thought it was hilarious. It's exactly how, like, our grandma would have pronounced, mm-hmm. <laughs> pronounced travels. <laughs> Fair. So when I played it with my um, friends, uh, it did trip them up. But I, I kept it in because I thought it was fun. <laughs> But it is fun. It is fun to do a Rebus. We really enjoy doing the Rebus I in the room. I love Rebus. A Rebus shouldn't be as fun as they are, but they're always really nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm never going to dislike a Rebus. 
knowing that I wanted to do a Rebus puzzle <laughs> just because yeah. they're fun. Like, it doesn't really fit into yeah. the room, but you know what? People have fun. No, doing because it. sometimes you just throw a Rebus again. In. I yeah. do these for the puzzles, so um, I never care. I will say you. This was this was a better Rebus for us, but we're generally quite. We have to be uh, a very out of the box with our Rebus doing because so many of the Rebuses that Ooh, we do are written by Americans. Up, yeah, or they're written and they're, they're, they have these weird oh. things like oh, those two words that you just put there. Like or like that sounds the same in American. It does not sound the same in Australian. Like you know, they'll do. <laughs> they want something to have grown. an A sound, so they'll put a big O in there and be like, you know, like ah, like that's not how you pronounce the letter O, man. No, no, it is. It's ah. It's like, but that's just American. They they do a very open A sound for their O's, and so they have all these weird rhymes and and homonyms and homophones that that don't exist in Australian English. So we have to, whenever we do repasses, we have to be very open. So B for yeah. B is nothing. Ah, interesting. <laughs> I really loved running it. I had a lot of fun uh, being at it. And, and so thank you for giving me that opportunity. I need to write my own. I wrote a mini room for the uh, million download special. I should write a full length one uh, because I enjoyed, I enjoyed running it. Uh, so you've written more since this one, right? You, you've written a couple more or a, yeah, or I've, a bunch I've more? Written, <laughs> yeah, I've written a bunch more in the last, uh, last four years. Um, yeah, they're, I, I've never played one actually because <laughs> i'm always the one oh, that writes really? them and i'm always the one that hosts hosts them they seem fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you need to get some some extra people you should jump on the discord and go to the playing oh there'd playing be loads of people podcast. there like, hey someone surely, run a room for me surely there'll be people who want play tests there at have least. been people posting there to get people to play test their rooms so you might be able to do, mm. get get a, a game in that way um yeah but it was it was lovely. Thank you so much for, for, for writing it and, and for being so patient and not sending a follow-up email. Thank you for still <laughs> listening to the show after not getting a response for four years. Um, <laughs> it's still a great show. <laughs> and uh, it was really yeah, fun I... have, listening to you uh, mm. host it solo since you don't get to do it very often. And it was yeah, nice that Danny had, had the chance to play because... I feel like uh, it, it is fun. I feel like you normally have to keep Bill in check, so you you kind of had a, <laughs> an opportunity to be a, a bit wild with this one. <laughs> I had to keep them in check. It was terrible. They both just went off in the same tangent together, and every time I had just to... got exactly the same idea of when we just weren't going to solve this puzzle. Yeah, you need to solve it and move on. I'm sitting there trying to get links together. Usually, Danny just says like. And then you see this, and there's a link. It's already in the chat because I'm doing all that. Danny didn't do that for me. She couldn't send herself links. So I'm doing everything. Ugh, terrible. Uh, <laughs> this is the biggest reason that I feel bad when Billy has to do it. He's saying, oh, man, I should write one. I want to write one. Like, but you do everything else. <laughs> That's true. Um, well, I'm going to write one anyway. Deal with it. Um, well, yeah, so thank you. Thank you for, to for giving Danny the opportunity <laughs> yeah, for play, for you. giving me the opportunity for, to run one. It was, it was a great room. We really enjoyed it. That's great. Yeah, I'm very happy. Yeah, I'll say thank you to you guys again. Also, thank you to uh, Neil Patrick Harris for playing. I'm a huge fan. I've played all his Theory 11 games, loved Box 1. So uh, oh, the fact that he played one of my games Box was uh, one? pretty legendary. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. All right. Um, well, thank you so much, Neil, for coming thank and you. playing The Room. It was great to have you again. As always. And uh, thank you, Danny, for, for playing. Had I had a, a lot of time. fun running the room. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you again, Nikki, for writing such a fantastic room. And we'll, we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Goodbye.